Welcome back to the Hockey House Podcast. This is episode 10 presented by Selly Hockey Co. I'm Murph, joined virtually by Glick and Fitz. Boys, how you doing tonight? Doing good, Murph. Happy to be back with you guys. How you doing, Glick? Not bad. It's good break for Thanksgiving, but I'm glad to be back. Knocking out these episodes with you guys. Yeah, it's 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 nice as, as the schoolwork winds down and this is turns into more of a kind of a hobby to keep myself busy over break. Um, but I don't know about you guys. Like, I'm still wrapping up. You guys wrapping up finals? Uh, I just got one more week of classes, and next week I got two or three study days, and then my final will start. But after that, it's all over. Thank gotcha. You. you finished, like, two weeks ago, actually. Oh, really? So you're done. Yeah, yeah we're done till February, so. Whew. Yeah, pretty long time off. Good thing you're on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The plan is for Indiana Hockey to start up back in like January, uh, mid-January. So I'll be playing hockey and just playing hockey, not even going to school. So that'll be kind of fun. Yeah, my you guys are in the same conference as Kentucky, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my buddy at Kentucky is doing the same thing. He's like, yeah, we're we're kind of firing up like January fifteenth. But yeah, hopefully you guys, hopefully things get a little bit better here. Um, Our series got canceled again, so I was pretty upset about that. Oh, was it supposed to be first semester? Yeah, we're not playing them this year, so. Darn. It's whatever. Well, anyways, in in honor of the 10th episode, we brought on two guests this week, Dante Raposo and Tyler Fife. The the boys from Adrian joined us. Uh, We reached out to them after they're thromping a, a Liberty a couple weeks ago and they, they were great. They came on. They, uh, you can definitely tell how, um, how serious the ACHA is in, in Adrian because they are just a powerhouse when it comes to hockey. Yeah. Just great guys too. Um, really spoke well and they're, um, they love their school. You can really, really see it. I think it's interesting, like, the amount of people we've talked to that go to schools, like, even fits you, like, the amount of schools that have multiple teams, and, like, I don't think anybody has perfected how to have multiple club hockey teams, and, like, Adrian seems like one of those teams that's just, like, Adrian seems like one of those teams that just has it down. They've mastered it at this point. Yeah, I I think that's, like, big for why there's – so successful too at all their levels is because they all get together so well. And I think a big part of that too, is that like the ACHA isn't seen as like a club sport at their school. And I think like that the most successful ACHA teams are like that. Yeah. And then also just playing in Michigan, I'm sure all the kids at the, go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead, Murph. (laughs) <laughs> I was just saying, um, playing in Michigan, like just a hockey state, um, I'm sure there's the kids on campus that don't play hockey at least know that there's a hockey team on campus. They're not, you know, like in Indiana, it's like, oh, our school has a hockey team. Like, I highly doubt that's happening there. So they got a whole school behind them too. Well, And, and one in four people on campus play hockey. That, that's crazy. <laughs> Wild. Three women's teams, four men's teams, 1,600 students. 
And they each get their own uh, locker room, too, with the each hockey team. <laughs> Everyone's got their own locker room, 500 seats, in a full bar. That's just mind-blowing to me. Well, without, without further ado, we'll, we'll turn it over to our interview with the, with the boys, uh, Dante and Pfeiffer, coming up next. Selly Hockey Co. just dropped another fire crew neck. This time, it's a tribute to everyone's favorite team at the Junior Goodwill Games, the boys from Trinidad and Tobago. The crew neck comes in black and gray and features the team's signature tie-dye look. Get yours today at sellyhockeyco.com. This week, we're pleased to welcome two members of the number one ranked team in the ACHA from the hockey factory that is Adrian College. Please welcome Dante Raposo and Tyler Fife. How's it going, boys? Thanks for having us, boys. We're excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited. We have so many questions about Adrian College. <laughs> I, I hope you guys are ready. You guys are like this this unknown powerhouse in the ACHA. We're just going to hope, hope you guys crack tonight and unveil all your secrets. Yeah, hopefully we don't give away too many secrets. <laughs> One of the secrets definitely has to be the lip lettuce, Dante. I'm loving it. <laughs> Oh. I've had it ever since my freshman year, and I feel like I, people wouldn't even re- recognize me around. <laughs> yeah, people wouldn't recognize me around school if I didn't have it. So it's I just like got to keep it. Little Austin Matthews look, I love it. Oh fuck! I wish I was like Austin Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's get into it. I don't know who wants to go first here, but we'll maybe we'll start with you, Dante. How did you end up at, at Adrian College? Um, my junior career was a long story I played for a lot of junior teams I was kind of a suitcase but uh, the last junior team I played for in Ontario my teammate at the time actually committed to Adrian and then came like his freshman year was my 20 year old year in junior so when the when Gary came to watch him play he saw me and then I just ended up going there because I knew him and it was easy it was like the first school that talked to me and I liked the way that it looked uh, so I just committed right away I didn't really need much convincing to be honest yeah and what about you Pfeiffer so uh, I played two years in the KIJHL, which is a pretty good junior B league out in uh, Western Canada. Dante actually played there for a bit too. Um, so I played for a few teams out there. Uh, shout out a couple guys. Just want to give a shout out to uh, to Haney, to Closer, Racer, Flutes, Galley, Newf, Robo, a couple guys I played with out there. Um, so I played two years there. I actually graduated high school out there. Um, and then I, and then I, uh, I went to. Uh, out east to the NOJHL, which is a junior league in northern Ontario, where it's pretty cold. So, played two years there, my 19-year-old season, my 20-year-old season. Um, shout out Marsh Cavs, love you boys. Um, so yeah, that, that's where I was playing when I got recruited to come to Adrian. I uh, had a bunch of different schools talking to me, and then I just came down to it. I, t- I chose to come to Adrian College. Here I am today. Not a big deal. All right, so here, here's my first Adrian question. When you guys get recruited, is it like, hey, you're coming and you're playing ACHA D1, or is it like maybe you can move up to the D3 team? How does that work? Uh, it's pretty set in stone. Like, if you're coming to play ACHA, like, that's what you're playing. Like, those guys that have come to play NCAA Division Three, like, those are – they're, like, a powerhouse in NCAA as well. They're always a top-five team, so. I mean, yeah, they just saw they, they lost – I mean, they've played Bowling Green, Lake Superior State, like, they're yeah, like they're they're good. Like I, one of my roommate actually is the captain of the team, and so I get like I'm pretty close with a lot of those guys, and I get to watch them a lot. So it's fun to watch them, for sure. Yeah. So what's like the what's the dynamic? There's all I, I mean I've looked at. Adrian has what a thousand six hundred kids and and seven hockey teams on campus. 
Yeah, it's definitely uh, hockey dominated. That's for sure. Yeah, we've actually got four men's teams, three women's teams. You know, three ACHA, D one, D two, D three. We all get along pretty well, which is pretty nice. So we're all like a big family, you could say. That's pretty sick. Do you guys all have uh, your own locker rooms at the rink? Yeah, all seven teams have their own locker room, which is nice. Wow, that's insane. And so, um, getting into it, you get on you get on campus. You're at Adrian now. What is your freshman year? What's your welcome to the ACHA moment where oh. you realize uh, you're you're playing in the American Collegiate Hockey Association <laughs> and not junior junior B in Canada? Go ahead, Pfeiffer. Oh well, for me, I don't really have any big ones or any hilarious stories, but probably my first my first game in the ACHA two years ago um, was on the road. Showed up and we come into a community rink, and I'm like, "What the hell is this?" You know, I thought we were going to have, like, every team was going to have, like, their own rank or whatever, but turns out not every team does. You know, we pull up Rochester College playing a community rank, and then, I mean, it's nothing crazy, nothing too funny, but, like, that just, like, kind of hit me there. I was like, yeah, I'm playing in the ACHA now. Where Where is Rochester College? That's uh Rochester, Michigan, out in, uh, I believe it's, like, the Detroit okay. area, I believe. Gotcha. What about you, Dante? Mine's kind of the same thing. We went to Robert Morris, Illinois, our freshman year, and it was a community rink as well. Like we didn't get into the, our room until half hour before warm up. So here we are getting dressed in an electrical room for off ice warm up, like putting our gitch on, like putting our bags on boxes, like trying not to get electrocuted by all this shit. And we're trying to get ready for a game that we play in half an hour and we're getting dressed in this electrical room. I was like, oh, this is definitely the ACHA. Here we go. And now, that, wasn't, you, that wasn't the only time either. Yeah. Many times. And now do you guys, you guys roll in with like your skate sharpener and like <laughs> all, the, all the, whatever you, you powerhouses in the ACHA bring to get road games. I know Liberty, Stony Brook, they all got their skate sharpeners and their equipment managers, trainers. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty much the same thing. We're just rolling all that shit through a community rank. We're going by minor hockey teams and stuff. It's kind of funny. That's awesome. And so, um, you guys are, pl- I mean, you guys got to play this fall, right? Yeah, we have a, we had a schedule set before the semester started. Obviously with COVID and everything, we didn't get to play every single game. A bunch of games got canceled, but we ended up playing a couple exhibition games and then we ended up playing Liberty a couple weeks ago. So really that was like the highlight of our semester playing those two games against Liberty. So we're pretty fortunate we got to do that. You guys rolled them, right? Not a big deal. <laughs> this is what game. we wanted. And Steph, that's a big rivalry for us. So those are big games. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of like that's kind of a newer rivalry between you guys and Liberty going back to last season. I mean, I I didn't see any of the games um, that you guys won, but like I saw the highlights from the series at Liberty, and like places packed both nights. I know you guys lost in the last minute, but mm-hmm. still a good series, right? Oh yeah. Ever since Dante and I have been there at Adrian. Um, Liberty has been our biggest rival. We've played them at least 10 times since we've been there in two and a half years. So those games are always fun to, fun to be in. And, you know, the build up to those games starts like two weeks before. So like the boys are always pumped. We're preparing whatever, you know, like those games fire us up more than any other game. Yeah. Any other teams you guys get up for? Dearborn. That's a pretty close rival. It's like more, it's, it's weeded itself out a little bit because they're not as, they're not as strong as they used to be like before Fife and I were there, but our freshman year, that was definitely still a strong rivalry, but Liberty definitely has become our, uh, our biggest rivalry. Like we played them 
four times our freshman year, four times last year, and then twice this year so far. So it's been pretty good. Yeah, before and, uh, Dante and I got there, it was it was Dearborn, Dearborn and Davenport were the two biggest rivals. And now you guys, I'm just trying to get years right. You guys came in after they had won the national championship, correct? Yeah, the year right after. Gotcha, gotcha. So when you guys play Liberty, do you guys like take up like a plane as a team or do you guys like take a bus however many hours it takes or like how do you guys do that? We're on that bus. Yeah, we're on that bus. It's like 13 hours probably all said and done. It's actually not that bad. My freshman year, me and – yeah, me and a bunch of the guys, like three or four of us, have all brought our PlayStations on the bus, and we just played Fortnite the whole way there. It's actually pretty lit. <laughs> yeah, that's there, phenomenal. You guys split that up amongst two days, or is it a one day? Uh, we just go one day the day before, and then practice the morning of the game, and then play the night. Gotcha. Because from, from Q's, when we play Liberty in our conference, it's like a nine-hour drive. So we'll leave. We'll practice Thursday night drive four hours like Pennsylvania and then drive five hours the day of and play that night. That's not bad. Yeah. Dante, going back to uh, the rink you were talking about, I'm from Chicago. Um, you were talking about the edge ice arena. I know exactly what you're talking about. Getting dressed in the electrical room. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. But um, yeah, I, I totally get that. Um, I was originally from Michigan. So you guys do it way better up there hockey wise. But um question for both of you just like your favorite place to play so far I think we'll probably have the same answer definitely Liberty yeah definitely. playing in front of 4,500 fans is nice I mean last year we lost twice there but our freshman year we swept them in Liberty and it's just it's almost more fun quieting 3,500 people than it is like making them go loud like making those yeah. guys like making it sound like you could hear a pin drop is really fun I think like it's crazy too like, you know, there's four, like Don said, there's 4,000 people every game, you know, they're screaming at you. Every time they touch the puck, you know, they're screaming. Every time you touch the puck, they're booing, you know, like come up for ice for warmups. There's like already a thousand people watching you guys for warmups. So it's like, it's hard not to get up for a game like that. I feel like Liberty is almost at a disadvantage because like it is the Super Bowl for any team that comes to play them. Mm-hmm. Like no matter who's playing, if it's Syracuse, Adrian, IUP, like that is the Super Bowl. It's the bi- like the big game of the season because you know you're like even on a bad night like when we played, probably only like two thousand on the on the Saturday afternoon game, but like still more than any other game that season. Yeah, hundred percent. And like like you said, no matter who's playing there, they're gonna get fans, and they're gonna be rowdy. So, what do you now? What do you guys draw for a home crowd? Uh, we draw probably anywhere from like three hundred to four hundred fifty five hundred, but we also have a bar above like the the benches that like that's where like a bunch of the students and like everybody sits and that's like the most rowdy part of our rank I guess oh yeah they, they like just sit right on top of the bench and they're screaming at the other opposing players and stuff we played you guys my sophomore year got chirped so hard for the uh, <laughs> my bullet from the people up there like, <laughs> the whole game yeah and those guys are pretty it. ruthless yeah it was hilarious though it's a sick rank I love it there oh yeah we love it um, so you talked about driving to Liberty. Any other long bus rides for you guys? Yeah, we went to uh, Stony Brook last year. Um, that was a fun trip. We got to go to Times Square and everything. A bunch of Michigan guys, guys getting into Times Square. It's pretty cool. Uh, that was the same as Liberty. I think it was about 12 hours. Um, where else? Robert Morris, that was a few hours. Um, 
Yeah, I think that's pretty much the focus. Oh, oh uh, our freshman year, we actually came to Syracuse. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Which, which, uh, which brings back another story of getting dressed <laughs> in, a, in something that isn't in the hallway. Room. Oh, you guys had yeah, to get dressed had... in the hallway there? Yeah, yeah, the room was too small. Yeah. Yeah, because so it. At, at Cuse, you get we only have four locker rooms there, and, and we take two of them. The refs take one, and then the visitors get one. Yeah, so we had like me and Fife were freshmen back then, so we both dressed in the hallway. Yeah, the yeah the visiting team in the hallway, and then like both teams got to go out of the same door to get on the ice. Yeah, you talked about the the Michigan guys seeing Times Square. It's just a little bit bigger than Detroit, right? <laughs> just a little, yeah. Yeah, there's actually a good story from our it was year. awesome though. Like, I've never been there obviously before that, so going to Times Square was pretty cool. Yeah, going back to our freshman year, we have a funny. Oh, travel I was just story. saying how it was pretty cool to go to Times Square. We have a funny travel story about uh, Dallas. We flew into Dallas, obviously Nationals. Like, it's far. That Dallas is far away. We got the funding to. We got a bunch of donors. We have great donors for our program, so they were able to help us uh, pay for the flights. We get down there and we fly into Dallas Fort Worth which is one of the two airports we get there. We're waiting for our equipment manager and our assistant coach to come pick us up. And our coach Gary's calling him, calling him. And they're like, we're at the airport. We're at the airport. And he's like, no, you're not like, we don't see you here. Turns out they went to the wrong airport to pick us up, which was like 30, 45 minutes away. So we had to wait for them for 45 minutes with all of our hockey gear, all everybody's suitcases, just sitting on the side of the road, waiting for our equipment manager and assistant coach to come pick us up. It was pretty rough. Great start to the week of nationals. Do you guys, for nationals, do you guys fly in like the day before you play? Uh, we flew in three days before, actually. Like we didn't play till Friday. Oh, two days before. We didn't play till Friday and we flew in Wednesday. How'd you guys end up doing at nationals? Yeah, that, that was year? pretty funny. Sitting outside the airport. Uh, we lost to Minot in the quarters and they ended up going on and winning. Yeah. So it was a pretty tough freshman year, but. It was it was a good experience, like, regardless. Like, we had so much fun. Dallas is still, like, one of the f- most fun moments I've had while at school so far. It sucked we didn't get to go last year, but hopefully we get to figure something out for Nationals this year. Yeah, now, do you guys do you guys play in a conference or are you guys independent? Uh, yeah, we play in the GLCHL. It's called. So who's in that? Us, Davenport, Kent State, Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, and I think Grand Valley got added in this year. And I think that's the six. Oh, Calvin and Oakland as well. So there's there's eight of us. Kent State, that's a nice hockey barn they've got there. Oh, yeah. Did you guys blow the tires off them? <laughs> it was fun. I actually have a story about Kent State. Um, yeah, that's fun playing against them. I've actually got a funny story. Um, last year we went there. And, you know, we, we handled them pretty well. And after the game, we're going off the ice into our dressing room. And this older guy, I'm not sure who it was. He looked like maybe a dad or a fan or something, maybe in his 50s. He comes up to our bench and he starts screaming at us. He's like, oh, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was, he was, he was basically saying that we were cheating because we have, like, a bunch of foreign players on our team. You know, half our team's Canadian. We got a, we got a Swedish kid, you know. He's getting mad at us, essentially, for having – more foreigners than Americans on the team. So that was pretty funny. You're just looking at the guy like he's an idiot, but it was, it was funny. The whole Kent state team is from like central Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. So he was pretty So we had a bunch of Canadians and a Swedish kid on our team. 
And we had two Czech kids last year too. Yeah, two Czech kids as well. That, that's crazy. So, like, your coach must recruit all over the place. Yeah, so for him with the Czech kids, he coached in Kingsville, which is, like, in the GMHL, like, just outside of Toronto. And his GM there is from Prague. So that's how he, like, he's got a connection through the Czech Republic there. So, like, the guys will come and play for Kingsville, and then a lot of them will come and play at Adrian. Like, we, I think we have, like, nine or ten Czechs that, like, play in the ACHA program here at Adrian. And now is it, like – is each team recruiting on their own? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Like, so all three of the coaches like help out with our team. So we have Gary, which is our head coach. Then Ty Prater is the D2 head coach. And Doug Raymond is the D3 head coach. But all three of them are on the bench for us and like at our practices. So they like recruit together essentially, but like then they just choose whatever team or like if the kid's a bubble kid, he can try out for both teams or whatever the case may be. So it's, it's, it's like separate, but they all go together and do the recruiting and figure out what they're going to do in that sense. What a concept. The uh, D3 team in Indiana just wants to rip our heads off. They hate us. <laughs> I, got a, I got quite a few friends on the uh, D3 team here, actually. A bunch of nice guys. Our, one of, so like our freshman year, our captain, Fish, ended up coaching the D3 team last year. So we always used to go watch and support him. It was pretty fun. Wow. Out of every, so we, we've talked to like, we, we had a um, guy from Del, a goalie from Delaware on too. And like, he was talking, he was like, oh, like the, the teams just don't talk to each other. It sounds like an Adrian, like it's just like the hockey community and you guys have so many guys on, on campus. Yeah, definitely. When like we are kind of isolated away from other teams, I guess, in a sense, but like all the hockey teams hang out, like all the girls teams hang out with us, like all the guys teams hang out together it's a pretty good uh pretty good vibe we have i mean we see each other at the rink all the time every team is supporting every team like the girls teams will come watch us the girls seem to go watch the other guys and we'll go watch the girls and like vice versa it's nice and um like do you what's the living situation at adrian like do you have to live on campus or do you guys have an off-campus house um there's a few of us who have off-campus houses um, our freshman year, it's like a rule kind of that you have to live on campus yeah. just so, like you get the experience. Uh, uh, Go ahead, Five. Oh, I was just going to say me and a couple other guys, we live in dorms. Dante lives in a house, but I'm in the dorm. Yeah, for I moved out of the dorms dorm. immediately. I was not living in those dorms much longer. I live, I've lived in a house last year and then I live in a, another house this year with, I got one guy on our team, number six, Mason Vaughn, shout out my boy. Um, and then the captain of the varsity team, like I said before, and then the captain of the D2 team actually lives with, lives with us as well. So, like, that just shows you, like, the hockey community. We have three different teams in one house. Now, like, during this, like, are you guys, like, are you guys hitting the weight room? What, what are you guys doing to stay busy? You talked about – I know you guys scrimmaged a couple of junior teams, right? Uh, we were – throughout the semester, you know, obviously weren't playing any games. We are just practicing every day, you know, three, four, five days a week in the gym once in a while obviously with the covid stuff going on it's hard to be in the gym every day but you know we had a little plan set out where guys were going in the gym but like for the most part it was just practice you know we we're battling did a bunch of inner squad games with our own team just trying to keep that pace up and that intensity since we couldn't play real games you guys got any pranksters in the locker room or is everything uh pretty serious at adrian no nah, there's definitely some pranksters yeah yeah it's not like we don't do anything like it's nothing crazy uh, but like, probably the biggest one <laughs> <laughs> i just I mean, try and keep it, it light i just 
I like it's all serious and stuff, but like we're I want to be there and like I want to make sure all the boys are having fun. Like I'm usually probably one of the loudest guys in the room. I'm trying to I'm on the ox most of the time. Like just trying to keep it light. We, me and, and me and my roommate Mason, like we were the ones who go around fucking with people, like putting tape on their helmets, saying like idiot and stuff like that. Like just like little shit like that. We'll do the kids. What gets the boys buzzing in the locker room on the tunes? Big booty mix. We are a big big booty mix team. <laughs> What are, what are your thoughts on the most recent big booty mix? I'm I'm a fan of it. I know most of the guys aren't, but I like it. I thought the beginning was sick. Yeah, so did I. I liked it a lot. I I, I don't I think they've they've got a lot better ones. I, I can't that's all I can say about it. Yeah, I agree. Eleven's eleven's the goat for sure. All right. I've got a funny story that you know maybe hasn't been heard. Yeah, just um, go Okay, it. so last year we were at home. Not sure, I can't remember who we were playing against. Dante, do you remember? Dante, you remember who we were playing against when uh, Bersi got that, that penalty? Uh, Dearborn, like one of our rivalry games. Like it was intense. Yeah, okay. It was a huge game. Huge game. Uh, this was first semester last year. Uh, you know, it was a close game. I think it was a third period, second or third period. There was a play in front of the net. I can't remember. I think we were winning at the time. He was playing for that, like a rough play or whatever. Big scrum. Uh, whistle ended up blowing. Uh, ref started handing out penalties, whatever. And I'm not sure what happened, but at one point our goalie, Michael Barrett, he uh, he got heated, I think. He said something to the ref. And then we're all just like, oh, shit, what's co- what's going on here? And then the ref looks at Bearsy, the goalie, and he goes, you're going. And we're like, what? And then Bearsy's standing there. He's like, what? And he gives him a 10. So he puts his arms on his, on his side. He goes like this. He goes like, you're, you're a 10. You're going. And we're all just standing on the bench with our jaws dropped. And he's literally telling Bearsy to go to the box for 10 minutes. And so Bearsy skates to the box. He sits in there for 10 minutes. And we're all like, what the, what the hell just happened? Like, some of us were laughing. It was kind of funny. But, like, just the fact that, the, like, the, he literally sent a goalie to the box for 10 minutes. Like, I've never I've seen never that before. Seen that before yeah. never seen that before. I've never heard of that before. I mean, hopefully I'll never get and that. Like, and like that, that was our biggest game of the year at the time. So, like, we were like, oh, shit. Now, after yeah. after the yeah, 10 was, minutes, was, did he go back in the crease? Yeah, no, it was so a our, smart our move by Coach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Coach sent him he, right to the did, dressing room. He, did, uh, he didn't go back in. Wags finished out the game. Our, uh, our other goalie, John Wagner, yeah. he came and finished the game. I, yeah, I've only ever seen it in college. I think it's just a college thing. That the goalie's got to serve his own ten minute. That's crazy. I've never. That, it was mind blowing. I was in the stands for that game, and I was like baffled. I could not. I thought he was like I could not believe that Bearsy was going to the box. And it took like all of the time. It took like f- like five ten minutes for Bearsy to actually go to the box because nobody believed the ref. Like no, like somebody can serve it for him. Like somebody will go in there for him, like usual. And the ref is like, no, like he has to sit in that yeah. box. We're not starting this game until he goes in the box. I'm like, what the fuck? Like what's going on right now? I mean, like, it's definitely not a rule in Canadian juniors. Like I feel like one of you guys would have seen it at that point. Like I've, I know, I think last year, I want to say it was either UMaine or UConn. One of those goalies in hockey East had to serve a 10 minute, but like, it's very, very rare. I feel like that's just a hero move by the ref. Oh, absolutely. True, because like the tendy just looks silly sitting in his yeah. gear in the box. <laughs> it was funny. The, the crowd actually started cheering a little bit, I think, when they saw him go in the boxes. It, <laughs> it was a good moment. It, it, it was definitely like 
we ended up winning, but that was definitely the highlight of the game for sure. Was was it at home or was it yes. at Dearborn? Oh, okay. Yes, it was at home. How would you guys compare ACHA refs to, I mean, like any refs, your junior B refs? I just feel like there's some ACHA refs that can't even skate and they don't really know what they're doing out there. So how, how would you compare it to your junior B refs? Uh, it's honestly like hit or miss. Like it just honestly depends where you are. Um, obviously there's bad refs everywhere, but I definitely agree with you. Like there's some that are like very, very suspect. We're, pre- we're pretty fortunate to have like the same crew that refs us at home usually. So like, we're actually like pretty close with them. Like we know their names and like, we like chirp them on the ice and stuff and they're, they're like good to us. But when we go on the road, sometimes it's pretty, pretty bad. And we get shocked for sure. That's definitely like, it's such an ACHA thing too. Cause like every team has their home crew of like officials. Like, it's not like, it's not like NCAA where like the crew like rotates around or, or even like the show, but like, cause I like it, at Q's we have like our, there's like five guys that just rotate who's refing our games. And then like you go to Liberty and it's the same four refs at Liberty every time. Same four brutal refs. They're in a tough spot. Like it's not really like a... at Indiana. He like tried to interview for our uh, head coaching job one year and we turned him down. Oh, <laughs> that's unreal. It's brutal. You guys get a lot of like. You guys get good gear. Like you guys got like. Are you guys got a warrior deal? Yeah, we uh, we get we get hooked up pretty nice. Like we're treated really well. I think we're definitely treated probably one like obviously not as good as Liberty. They're treated unbelievably, but we can't really complain about much. We get warrior sponsor. All like all of the teams at school are sponsored by Warrior New Balance. So like all of our workout clothes are New Balance or Under Armour, and then all of our hockey gear is Warrior. You guys don't have Star Wars jerseys, though? Oh, no, I wish. It'd be sick. <laughs> We're trying to convince our coach to get us yellow buckets next year. Ooh. Those, the yellow jerseys you guys have are sick. Yeah, those are def- they're really nice. They're, our, they're my favorite. Do you, you guys have three, right? Do you have black, yellow? No, just black and yellow? Our coach is very, very particular about, like, the way he does things, so he, there's no way he'd have three. Really? Because he, kinda... he wouldn't – he wouldn't like rot. He wouldn't have like having to rotate the third jersey in. Like it would just like f- it would mess with his head on game day for sure. That's a power move, not having a white jersey. Uh, yeah, we're not big fans of white jerseys. I don't think. Like I don't think we're gonna have. Like we usually get new jerseys. Like we replace like a set of the jerseys every two years. So like the yellow jersey will be replaced next year, and I'm pretty sure we're going back with yellow. I think that's like our that's like the staple now, especially after winning Natties in yellow when they did. Like, that's like, you almost got to stay with yellow. You can't change it up. I actually have a question for you guys. Oh, let's go. What is like, because like, what's like the, like, because obviously you guys are, you guys were talking about like, we're like the powerhouse or whatever. Like, how does like every other team like view Adrian in that aspect? Like, obviously none of you guys have, uh, like Fitz, you said you played against us, but like you two uh, uh, both haven't. Like, how is like, like, what's like the talk around, like where you guys are about us, I guess. So like when when Cuse went to like you guys, I like two years before I came to Syracuse, they went to Adrian, and like all I've heard about is just stories from the bus ride to Adrian how badly it sucked because I guess it snowed the whole way there, and they had to eat chicken parm and um, so like it's just like I guess it's like the same. 
same as Liberty, like the same way people view Liberty, but like you guys are out in the Midwest, so we don't really see you as often. Yeah, true. And it, 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 it to us, it's like, I don't get it. Like, how do they have such a nasty D3 team and then a nasty D1 ACHA team? Like, how, do, how does that work? And I know you guys, you guys kind of answered that already, but it's just like this, this odd, like you guys, your ACHA team could probably compete in D3 and your D3 team could probably compete in division one. Yeah. We're pretty lucky to have competitive teams for sure. Yeah. We kind of get like the same vibe. It's like, you guys are like a legitimate, like well-organized like hockey organization, all that. And like, it's just crazy to us. Cause we're just like, kind of like, like a normal club team, you know? while you guys actually have your shit together and could pretty much be playing D3 NCAA. That's definitely a shout-out to our coach, Gary. He does, uh, he does not deserve to be coaching ACHA D1, that's for sure. He's definitely going to have job opportunities. I'm sure he already has, but he'll move up eventually. He's a, he's a great coach, definitely the best I've had, that's for sure. He definitely turned the ship around fast. I mean, in five years, he's lost, I think, nine games. So, like, that just speaks for itself. Speaking of, like, Beyond ACHA, do you guys have any, like, plans of playing pro hockey either in Europe or in, like, the SPHL after college? I originally did, but recently I found out I have scoliosis, so I am done after my college <laughs> years. I cannot play. It's, a, it's a, like a, a growing joke around the team. Like, we, everybody calls me scoliosis skater now. <laughs> like, I'm, my back is just mangled. So, like, as soon as it just gets too much, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, Dante's body is too old for him now. Not, yeah, you can't keep up with it i feel old just just i have limping. abused i've abused this thing that's for sure limping to senior night seriously like it's bad like some yeah. like after a weekend of playing like i'm i'm limping like to class the next days it's tough what about you fife you going pro in europe in or SP? that's where he lives it's his second home hey it's not a bad huh. place to be definitely not obviously i mean every guy wants to do that um in the our program history there's actually been a, a number of guys that have gone on to play pro i think the number is at like 10 right now in the whole program history there's been a bunch of guys that have either played in the sp or gone to europe or whatever so obviously there there's that you know every guy wants to do that there's a couple guys on the team this year that could be doing that next year don moore michael barrett you know fifth year guys that may move on so hopefully they do but yeah like the opportunities there then gonna try and get there obviously now here's another question i have about adrian because i know like the liberty guys they all like a lot of canadian junior guys going and like they scrap a lot in their games like it's not rare that there's a fight breaks out at a liberty game like are the adrian games physical like a lot of penalty minutes uh we're pretty physical like that's how we're meant to play but like if you fight you like we're so deep as a team like if you fight and get suspended like the chances of you getting back in the lineup are tough so guys are like, they're trying to be like, you want to be smart about it. Cause if you fight and get kicked out, like you might not play for the rest of the year. You might not play until somebody else gets injured. So you got to be smart about it, mm-hmm. but it definitely gets rough, especially when like we're beating teams, 10, nothing, 11, nothing. Like they're going to same time, you know, at the same time though, we don't, we don't take any, take any shit. Like we stand up for each other no matter what, no matter what's going down. You guys play Ohio at all? I feel like they're they're one of the, another uh, kind of powerhouse out west. We're supposed to play them this year, actually, next semester. We we have not played them yet, but yeah, 
yeah that's one team I've, I've wanted to play since I since I came here I've always wanted and, to play them so we got the opportunity to play them next semester and the last time that they played against Adrian was in nationals two years before we came and they beat them in the semifinals the year before Adrian won so like this is going to be the first time that we get to play against them since then and the two guys that are fifth years on our team were on the team that lost to them so it'll be good for those guys to have a little revenge and get to play against those guys again I've I've, I've heard they've got a pretty sick atmosphere at their barn too so that'll be exciting to go there so you guys only lost two games last year right both to liberty yep wow both in the last minute of each game too it was tough i was on the ice for the first one and it was like like you said like the atmosphere there is insane i it was like the craziest thing i've ever heard like obviously i it was shitty like being on the ice when they scored, but I would like took myself out of the moment and I was like, holy, like, this is insane. I could barely even hear myself think the building went insane. And like the games being broadcasted on ESPN plus. Yeah. Speaking of that, my roommate Mason, he's going to hate me for telling this story, but so we go there our freshman year and they have this, obviously Josh Fricks. He's one of their best players. He was, it was the second semester. So he had just joined our freshman year and he goes down the ice and toe drags Mason, undresses him, and then shelves it and scores. And it is all over ESPN, like all over their feed, just him getting undressed. And then so obviously we beat them that night, whatever. We come the next day and in their pregame video, like their hype video, that like that <laughs> video is there. And we are just dying laughing on the bench at Mason. Like, oh, you're an idiot. Like you were, you're getting exposed up there. It was unreal. That's brutal. Shout out to the media team for hopping on that like in 12 hours. That's impressive. Yeah, their media oh, yeah. team there is insane. It's professional, honestly. It's like semi-professional atmosphere over there. Like they take shit seriously. Probably. I mean, you guys got you guys got a big screen at Adrian, right? Yeah, the uh, it's it's pretty nice having it there. It's it we have it's been it's gotten better year after year. Like we have replays now. We have different camera angles now. ACTV has definitely come a long way since our freshman year and they're just moving on up. They have, they hired a, they hired like an actual ACTV um, like director instead of having like students and stuff do it. So he's like, that's all he does is just works on ACTV and he's done a really good job with all the hockey teams and all the broadcasts since he's been here. Who was it? We posted the clip. Who, who murdered that Liberty kid? <laughs> uh, it's Jordan Oshry, number 22, the space cadet himself. Dude, that's one of those ones where you're just like, as a defenseman, you're just praying he gets the breakout pass so you can hit him, and then it just never comes. Yeah. And then you just can't stop yourself at that point. It's like, ah, it's like, yeah, too, like it's I'm, too I'm committed now. Uh, that, didn't, the, that didn't set us back, though, which is pretty nice. Yeah, five-minute five PK. Killed it off. I mean, like, that must have been weird for you guys, like, you don't play really at all all semester, and then the one series you have is against the number two team, like your biggest rival. Yeah, I mean, if if you ask any of the guys on the team, probably, if we could play two games all semester, those are the two games we want to play, especially after losing last year to them. Like, that's what we wanted. That We've been waiting six, seven months to beat them, to prove to them that, like, that wasn't, that wasn't the real us. Like, we, we're going to come back, and we're going to prove to you that we are the number one team, and we – we deserve to be the number one team. I, I feel like like 
obviously like everything got canceled because of COVID, but I feel like the, the hockey world was robbed of a, a Adrian Liberty national championship in Texas. I think it would have been electric. It would have been awesome. It's we definitely still had a lot of work to do. You can't really, can't really assume that we were going to get there, but we were going to do everything in our power. They were going to have to rip it from us. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I said, like those Liberty games, the preparation starts way before the game starts, you know, the, obviously our games got canceled. So we were, technically preparing since like October, early October for those two games against Liberty at the end of November. Like it's just crazy. Like we were, we were so ready for those two games and, and we showed it. Take us through like a, like a game day at Adrian. Like what do you guys like do before, after all that? Game days at Adrian actually like, that's like, that, I guess that could be another welcome to the ACHA moment. Our game days are like, they're really loose and fun. So obviously guys get to the rink anytime between like Fife gets there at noon. We play at seven. This guy's there at noon for some reason. He sleeps over at the rink, I guess. <laughs> but most guys get there three 30 to like five ish five. You got to be there. And then we go over for warm up. We have like four lines that we do dynamic warm up, and each line does like their own like dumb stuff, like handshakes and like whatever. And then after warm up, we have this, uh, we have this like fake baseball game that we play where like, one guy will pitch to another guy and he'll pretend to like hit a home run and we have to run around the bases and then half the time the throw home will get him and he's out and half the time he's safe. Just like little shit like that, like to get us loose and to have us uh, ready to play the game. And then right before we go for warm up, we have a little concert where there's guys on the guitar, there's a guy on the drums, there's a guy, there's a cameraman, there's security, people are like groupies are trying to rush the stage. Like it's like, we have a lot of fun for sure. But once it comes game time, like we're definitely ready. I don't know. People might be taking notes. That might be the secret. Imaginary <laughs> baseball and concerts in the locker room. <laughs> the looks you guys must get at, at opposing rinks doing this. Yeah, it's definitely funny, for, especially at opposing rinks, like when we're just like in the middle of a public gym or like a public area and we're doing all this dumb stuff. Like a bunch of 23, 24-year-old guys jumping around like we're 15. It's also like, like I'm, I just go back to Kent State because like, that's just a rank I've been at and you guys play there, but like, I can picture you guys, like the Kent state kids must just like be looking at you guys. Like this team is really about to pump us by 10 goals. And they're like giggling and jumping up and down in the corner right now. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely shows our confidence a little bit, I guess, but it's been, it, I, it's never really bit us in the ass. Like we're definitely always ready, but it's like a thing that we always have to do. Like, it's something that we got grandfathered in from our freshman year. We, I thought it was the weirdest thing ever, but like now I just love it and I'm like all into it. I try and get into everything that I can. And now, so you warm up, you guys got a good uh, warm up mix. Who makes the warm up mix for you guys? I started playing it now. I just like go out of SoundCloud and find like a, a random mix. And we started playing it. La we started playing at the Liberty games. And then now we're just going to rock with that. I started playing it during like our black and gold games and coach was like, you need to like play that for warm up. Like we need that. Our warm up music sucks. I was like, all right, I'll just give them my phone then. And then they can play this. And you guys got like, do you guys do a light show for starting lineups in the anthem? Yeah. Dan Stone forgets to pay the electrical bill. So the lights go off before the game. <laughs> lights off, no buckets. Oh, you, you got the band at the games too. Sometimes, Sometimes. yes, but it's just a recording of the band. Ah, uh, gotcha. When the band is there, it's actually electric when they play that live. And they're and they oh, are the yeah, loudest. They rowdy. They're the loudest. Chirp fans. the other team like, too. Yeah, they got signs. They're chirping the other team. Like, 
and so another th- a funny thing that the band does is they'll count like I didn't understand it for like the first like six or seven games they were there because they're counting down and I'm like what the hell there's like four minutes left in the period and so they count down to 420 and then they cheer it's unreal I didn't I didn't even like register it either until I was like wait oh they're counting down to 420 like that's unreal I can't even imagine one going to Adrian Michigan and then not only are you losing but you're getting chirped by the band <laughs> so like pretty much everyone at Adrian is on a sports team or in the band then, right? I think it's like, honestly, 80% of the students here. Yeah, 80-85%. That's crazy. Well, I mean, we have sports from bowling to bass fishing. Like, we have everything here. But do you guys go to, like, I know you talked a little bit about, like, it's, you kind of just hang out with the hockey guys and, and the girls teams, but, like, are there any other, like, Adrian sports that you guys go to? Yeah, I'm a big – I'm close – I'm a, really close to, like, a lot of the baseball guys. And so I go to a lot of their games, volleyball games, basketball games. Our basketball team was really good last year, so it was fun to watch them play. But, yeah, so, like, volleyball, basketball, baseball pretty much. Talk about last year's senior night at home. Slipper Rock showed up with 10 players. That was fun. Yeah, we almost – Our senior like, night. They almost ruined our senior night. We almost couldn't play because they only had 10 guys. Wow. So they end up showing up with 10 guys and then we played them. It was not like it was, it was, it was nice that we got to play because it was senior night, but like that was tough for those seniors to go out in a game like that when they're playing only against 10 guys and 10 guys that don't want to be there either. Was it a, was it a one game series or was it like Friday, Saturday? Yeah. It would end up just being a one game series. Oh, uh, so it was, yeah. It was a one gamer on uh, Thursday night. I think they were doing it because they had playoffs the same weekend. So they were like, protecting their players i think something like that so i don't know yeah that's what the the story was was they had playoffs starting on saturday sunday so they didn't want their a lot of their guys to play which is like oh that just sewers those 10 guys i know then those 10 guys just like know <laughs> that they're like <laughs> like that's a tough look for those 10 guys then if the other guys sit at home like they want to keep them for the weekend do you guys consider like giving them a couple of acha two players I would have went and played on the other team. It would have been fun. <laughs> All of the scratchers should have went and played. I mean, I guess we can just talk about our freshman year. We hosted playoffs, which was actually kind of sick. Like, it was nice having – like, that's, like, when we had definitely had the most fans. We had, like, our rink holds 550. We definitely had 550 for the final game. And there's a funny story about my roommate, Mason, I've brought up a couple times. So, he's, like – He's a defenseman like me. He, he's very defensive, like doesn't score very often, big PK guy. So he gets a penalty in the oh. final game. And it's like the middle of the second period. We're up one nothing, And this guy comes out of the box and the puck just somehow trickles up to him. He has a breakaway from like in between the red line and their blue line. And the, their closest defenseman is inside our blue line. So Mason's chugging along slow as ever. And he gets to like the bottom of the circle and this guy's catching him. So he goes to his back end and sends a prayer back end and somehow goes shelf, gets in. And so I'm on the ice up for the PK. I, we get in the huddle and he was like, I'm so good. I'm so good. What the hell? And I was like, Mace, that was the luckiest goal I've ever seen. You almost got caught. That would have been embarrassing. And then so he has a, so he goes and sellies and he does like the, the Jersey thing and like points. And he got like, it's probably one of the sickest pictures we got at school, but this is going to be this guy's background until he dies. There's no way he ever changes the background on his phone. It's going to be this picture. <laughs> it's been the picture since that day and it won't change. It's pretty legendary though. I'll give it to him. It's a nice picture. 
you're gonna get a friend request from him like down the road he's gonna be like 50 years old and his profile picture is gonna be that picture oh 100 percent. that's gonna be on like his wedding cards it's not even gonna be a picture of him and his wife it's just gonna be this picture of him selling and adrian yeah oh, that's awesome we'll have to find that picture be on his obituary too when he passes away <laughs> got like etched into his tombstone <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey like like almost everyone's got that that one picture that they show people when when people ask if you play college hockey fight got a million fight got <laughs> all of them this guy's big picture guy you guys got a team photographer right yeah we have a team photographer and then we have a school photographer so sometimes we'll have both there there's like yeah then there's a bunch of there's a bunch of people that love and there's like students students. that are doing like the photography programs that they'll come some games and take pictures so like it's nice gotta look good on the gram right god that's the only reason i play is for the gram (laughs) (laughs) get that on a t-shirt that's the quote yeah i need that on a t-shirt we'll get we'll collab a hockey house podcast t-shirt or or it'll be like it'll be like ralph cox like why'd you want to play college hockey is there obvious for the gram (laughs) (laughs) uh oh yeah Dante's already on his hometown uh, alumni wall back home. Oh, corner. really? Not a big deal. Uh, there we go. It's a town of like 3,000 people. It's not very hard to get on that wall. <laughs> Small town, Alberta. <laughs> well, hey, we, we really appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome considering we've never had two guests on. We'll probably do this more often. It makes it more fun having two of you guys on. Um, but, uh, Thank you guys so much for coming on and we really hope you guys get to play second semester and uh, get some action. Yeah, we hope so too. Thank you for having us. You guys are doing a great job. A bunch of the guys on the team are following our captain. Dan was actually the one who found you guys. And then a bunch of us started following, especially after that post about OSHA's hit, like the boys are loving it. So keep it up. Hopefully we can come back in May with maybe a little bit of jewelry. Ooh, we'd like that. We're, we're, we're hoping there's a national tournament so we can have some content. Yeah, boys. Yeah, maybe we'll do a live one at the national tournament. Ooh, even better. Yeah, we 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 appreciate you bringing us on, though. We we love what you're doing here. Hopefully, you guys can actually get some more current players on. That would be awesome. But yeah, we appreciate you having us on. Hopefully, you guys uh, are starting playing again soon too. We'd love to see you guys out there. All right, thank you again to Dante and Pfeiffer, the guys from Adrian, coming on the podcast, giving us an insight on what it's like to play ACHA hockey at adrian college in michigan and i don't know i think it's they're kind of just a mystery in the acha i know they had they had asked us what we thought of them and and how the the club hockey world views them but i know for glick and i we had talked about it but like the east coast kind of just thinks of liberty in hockey and it sounds like in the midwest it's it's more of adrian yeah adrian's pretty much just the midwest liberty with a little bit less jesus <laughs> <laughs> click i was surprised that you had uh you'd never seen the goalie get the 10 minute misconduct before no like honestly after the interview like that memory popped into my mind and honestly i didn't even know the acha had that rule i thought like someone would have the service so i better watch out I've got you know i gotta keep my mouth shut i don't want to be in the box the first time i had seen that rule um probably was like 11 or 12 years old and my older brother was playing club hockey at Merrimack college. And I went to one of his games and it happened to the opposing goalie. And that was like the first time I had ever seen it happen was in the ACHA. So I've never heard of it happening until they brought it up, but I I think it's like 
just a United States college hockey thing. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, it's like, if I didn't know that rule and the ref told me to go to the box, I'd be like, what are you smoking? Goalies don't, like, take penalties. My buddy's going to go there, sit, sit for me, and then, like, I'll apologize afterwards. But I, I guess you learn something new every day. Yeah, I'd, I'd never heard of it before. I'd be just like you, Glick. I'd be saying the ref's on something. And, and these poor guys at Adrian, they probably have a higher hockey IQ than I do. And they're like, what the heck is going on? Because you, I mean, you have to do something very, like, to be a ref and give a goalie a 10-minute misconduct. Woke up on the wrong side of the bed. We, so we, we talked to a little bit about the Adrian guys and, and their pregame routines. Uh, head to the rink. This week's question, what's your go-to? Do you prefer to wear, get dressed up in the shirt and tie and the suit, or you like going in the sweats? Oh, I mean, personally, I've always liked the suit and tie. Um, I'm a pretty big style guy, so I like dressing up. It makes you feel good. But honestly, if I'm going up and, like, if I'm going down, like, Liberty or, like, a long road trip, I, I'm just rocking that sweatsuit. There's no way I'm sitting in a bus in a suit. Like, it, like for my junior team, we'd go up and play in Massachusetts, and our coach – had to wear a suit, and we're just like, why would we sit in a suit for six hours, leave, like wear it outside for three minutes and then change? Like, that's ridiculous. For a home game, like, that's fine. You know, it's a 20-minute drive down the road. You look good, feel good, and hopefully you play good. Yeah, I'm the same as you, Glick. I like to, uh, for home games, definitely suit up. Um, I'm a big fan of, I don't know if you guys know those, like, little Irish hats. They're, like, Things like the, the Peaky Blinders type thing. I got a couple of those. I'll break out from time to time. So it's kind of like a, a fun thing. Like, you know, what's Fitz going to be wearing to the game today? Wow. A little signature. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm assuming you, you color coordinate it too? Oh, yeah. I got I got everything going. Um, my, my mom's probably the biggest proponent of it. She's like, you know, we got to get you a new suit coat to match, you know, that hat you got or something. Oh, so. no way. <laughs> She's all over it. <laughs> yeah, I like I like mixing it up, like like kind of Glick mentioned. I, I think home games, shirt and tie, that works. And especially on the road trips, like where you can stop at the hotel first and then change, I think like that makes sense. Um, but, yeah, there were a couple times last season where like, we have our pregame meal and then we're changing into our suits on the bus in the middle of a parking lot in Kent, Ohio. It's like, what are we doing here? If you do the sweats, like everyone's got to have the same stuff or unless you, you just look like a high school team walking in or like you're playing bantams. If you walk in with mismatching sweats, I think it, it looks, it looks a lot better and sharper if everyone's matching when you do the sweats. I know, um, like every time Stony Brook comes to play Syracuse, they come in wearing their matching. Um, they've got like the red jackets with the red track pants and they look like the Soviets in 1980. Uh, but like they're matching and, and you see them in the stands. Cause uh, you know, when Syracuse plays Stony Brook, there's like eight people there. And then the Stony Brook scratches, there's like a, a pack of red in the, in the bleachers. Um, but I, I, I do, I do like the suits more. And I think to pull off the sweats, everyone's got to be matching. We all of a sudden for our league playoffs, our coach decided we're going to wear khakis with like our Indiana hockey polos. It was the worst. Oh, thing what? Ever. That's yeah. high school hockey. It was brutal. That's like what you wear like U14. Yeah. Like you still can't tie tie yet. 
That's exactly what we wore for high school. <laughs> so it's like, uh, that's the high school special, khaki, shirt, and tie, and team jacket. Jeez. <laughs> uh, yep. All right. Well, on that note, I think we'll call it. Um, boys, thanks again. Uh, once again, thank you to the Adrian boys for coming on and, and giving us a good one. And uh, we'll see you guys again next week. Great to be back, guys. See you next week. We'll be back. See you guys next week.